good whatever time of day it is that you're joining me today my name is tyler uh i am the host of the consequences of communication podcast merry christmas that is my greeting what i what i celebrate for the holidays i know there's hanukkah and i think there's kwanzaa don't really know what else is out there but i celebrate christmas i love saying merry christmas because that's just my way to help spread holiday cheer and i know that some people might get upset about that and i'm sorry before I did this, you probably didn't know I celebrated Christmas. I mean, you probably assumed because I'm a Christian. And you also probably assumed because I'm wearing a Santa hat with uh, white and red stripes on it. Uh, pretty pretty funny. It's a really, 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 really long Santa hat or uh, Christmas hat. I have it sitting on my head, folded over my right shoulder, wrapped around the back of my neck. And on my left shoulder, there's the, the tail of it. So it's actually pretty long. Seasons greetings or happy holidays. I don't really like that. I celebrate Christmas. I want and I get so much joy from Christmas and spending time with my friends, my family, uh, whoever's around. And I want to spread that holiday cheer, which is why I say Merry Christmas. Even if someone said Happy Hanukkah, I'd be like Merry Christmas. They're explaining to me what I'm explaining to them with wishing you the joy that I'm feeling on this day, the happiness that I'm feeling on this day. I want to extend that to you. And the way I'm going to do that without saying all of that is happy, whatever I'm celebrating, or merry, whatever I'm celebrating. So that was a little tangent before we actually get into it, but um, Christmas is this next Monday. Uh, this is being released on the 19th, and so this is like six days away from it. Uh, but today, we're on episode six of Building Relationships, Preparing for Dating. So we're just continuing to add further down a trajectory of what it, what it's like from meeting a stranger going all the way through a marriage relationship. There's three things that I really want to go over today, and I'm going to try and make this as clear as I can because I normally talk with my left hand, and I know it's like right in front of my face now that the camera's moved. For the three things are you need to identify what you're looking for in a partner. You need to make sure that you have what that caliber of spouse that you're looking for wants and desires. Uh, generally, um, I mean, everybody's different. These are just generalities. And because it's Christmas, we got to make a list. Uh, and we'll get into that and what that all entails and looks like here in, in a bit. And But before we start really deep diving into those, I have a question for you. Have you ever been in a romantic relationship that was bad for both parties from, from the start? Like you, you're like, oh, I'm attracted to you. You're attracted to me. We know this won't work, but let's give it a try anyway. Do you stay too long in a romantic relationship and feel like you wasted time in that romantic relationship? I have for sure. Uh, so getting into the grid of it, uh, when, when finding someone to date, I know men and women uh, look for the exact same things in each other, Right? The exact same. There is no difference. We are taking this iRobot style. Everybody's the same. No, no, no. Um, that's me being facetious. We are <laughs> not the same. If we did that, we'd just end up replicating a uh, society of robots, just like Terminator. Like the end game, the end days of Terminator when they send people back. That's really not what we're looking for. We're looking for someone who actually compliments us because if we're looking for the same same qualities in a person, then that means we're doing the same thing. And that's not the function of a healthy relationship. It's, I, I need somebody in my life to fill my weaknesses, to, to complement where I'm at. That's what I mean by compliment. Like, if you think about gears, and I'm going to demonstrate this with my hands, like, you're one gear and your spouse is the other gear. 
So if your gears are misaligned, they're they're not really gonna fit right. But if your gears are aligned, you're filling the space in between the gears and you have a well well oiled machine called marriage. So the first thing that we really need to contemplate and really think about is identifying the qualities that you're looking for in a woman or in a in a spouse. For me it's a woman. I want to find somebody to have kids with, which is, you know, something that I'm looking for, someone to have kids with. So with that, that's just really, that's going to be part of the list later. But what that means as far as qualities go, are they kind? Are they nurturing? Are they motherly? Are they taking care of the family? That kind of thing. Like, you know, being a good example of a mom or at least have the potential for it. So I have on here, would you date your reflection? That's that's kind of a trick question, uh, but that's kind of creepy if you would date your reflection because that means you're super vain and um, yeah, that's that's not good to, good to have. But what what I really mean by that is like, would you date a copy of yourself if they were a female form? I wouldn't. Maybe be friends with them because we could play a whole bunch of games and we have similar interests, but we're we're definitely not different enough in our. Our, our roles and responsibilities like within a family unit. Um, so you, you need to make sure that you have an idea of, of what you're looking for. You got to start with identifying what you bring to the table, especially if you're a guy. Like you still live with your parents, you're working a part-time job, you're 38 and uh, overweight, don't go to the gym, like don't work out, low self-esteem. All those things are really bad things. So you need to self-correct and correct those things to make sure that you're you're advertising yourself as best as you can. Uh, and I'm speaking to the choir here because I'm overweight. I'm working on it, trying to trying to get some friends to help help me out, keep me accountable, give me more information so I can implement that information to lose weight and start looking better, and just be overall healthier because I'm in my 30s. And I want to be around for my grandkids when they come around. So I need to start working on that now. And this is what what I want with that, with having grandkids. I want to make sure that whoever I'm looking for wants kids, wants a family, uh, has the same the same belief structure that I do. And we're going to get into that just a little bit later um, too. But the same belief structure. So my biggest like vision of what a, a, a parents are for kids is a rocket ship platform or launch pad. That's what it's called. It's called a launch pad or a launch pad. I mean, there's different things and every analogy breaks apart eventually. But if like you're half of the launch pad and then your spouse is the other half of the launch pad and you have to be solid together in order to launch the rocket ship, which is your children, into into as far as they can go. And in order to make sure that that foundation that you bring with your partner with your spouse is as stable as it can be and what i have found is that your same belief system your same uh political beliefs your same worldview um in the core of it needs to be the same so that you can agree with your children or agree with each other so you can implement that in your children so there's less conflict in that so that those gears are working together because those gears start with just a husband wife to work together but then you add a kid in, that's another gear in the, in the machine of family. You also need to think about when you get older, 
what do you want your want in your life to have been? Like, what do you want when, when you imagine yourself when you're 80, looking back in your life? What do you imagine your life would look like at that point? Like looking looking into the future to look in your past, if that makes sense. So you look at yourself when you're 80, looking back between now and by the time you get to 80, what does your life look like? What do you like about your life? What do you don't like about your life? What did you wish that you learned sooner? All of those kind of things now really, really kind of take into account. But you also need to think about what in your life got you to that point when you're 80. And what does it take to get there? Like, what do you need to start changing now so you get to that point or to a better point, whatever better means to you? When you're 80 and you're looking back at life, do you want your life to be filled with strife, grief, and unpleasantries? I really hope not, uh, especially in marriage. Like, that should not be where that stuff takes place. If anything, it should be outside coming into your marriage from, you know, bad customer service or somebody just losing their mind. I know you guys are smart enough, to, or y'all are smart enough to uh, understand where I'm coming with from with that i really hope that the opposite of strife grief and unpleasantries is what you want out of life and what you get out of life now also think about that's where you're at in life and when you're 80 now look over to your wife or your spouse and think about what kind of character they have and what characteristics they have to in order to help you build that life together are they honest are they loving are they courteous are they willing to help out are they motherly are they fatherly are they willing to put in like do you fix it up projects around the house like what does that look like for you one of the things that i i look at for inspiration and um analyzation analyzing purposes i guess uh, are couples that I consider power couples. Those couples that just fit together, those gears fit together so smoothly that just seem like no matter what they do or what they put their hands on, it turns to gold or like they're excelling where they need to. Like those couples, I like looking at them, looking what they have and then like, okay, so I know this, I, I know the husband and I kind of know the wife, but not to the same extent. And I've heard some things from the husband's that about the wives that are like these are great qualities and i'm like that makes a lot of sense because that's where you lack that's what i look towards of as an example of looking for someone to help fill my weaknesses but it's the same for for my partner or my future partner or my future spouse is i want to fill their weaknesses if they're not good at banking or planning then i can come in and be like hey this is where i excel at or i'm willing to learn so I hope that gives you kind of an idea of like how how to look for qualities that they have that your your spouse or your future your spouse or your future spouse has so you know what to look for. And then once you have that, you look at that list or look at those qualities and figure out if your qualities that you currently have line up with that. What I mean by that is if you want a spouse that's honest, loving, kind, courteous, like, does that mean that you can be lying? No. That's not something that you should have. Dishonesty? No. Should you have love? Yes. Should you have kindness? Yes. Like, you should have very similar qualities and be honest with yourself. This goes back to uh, episode two, like the self-reflection of being honest with who you are as an individual 
and then before you even try to set out to do to to be a part of anybody's life also make sure that you you don't have all the same qualities or even most of the same qualities you like playing video games do they like playing video games cool but hopefully one of you likes video games less so you can only play a couple hours of it at most in the day and then do do something else or uh do you both like watching movies what what kind of movies do you like romantic comedy no does she like romantic com or do the, does your spouse like romantic comedy yes okay then every once in a while watch romantic comedies you might have a laugh out of it so there are some exceptions and i already mentioned some of these before but some exceptions are uh for qualities to have to be shared so these these are to be clear these are qualities to be shared honesty hard work diligence good moral character same belief structure those should all be the same uh and i would also add same political views to that make sure that you agree on like big ticket items and you'll you'll be just fine now we get to part trois we're actually going through this pretty quick i'm not rabbit trailing as much as i have been in the last few videos uh which is great but i also don't have any really cool stories to tell you so i'm gonna try and keep the rest of this podcast short and sweet to the point so it's a nice and easy listen to on christmas day or during the holiday time so making your list so th this actually has quite a few different qualities so you are different things that go along with it one you want to make sure that you have a list of the person that you're looking for the qualities that your your future spouse should have and that you want to have it's like so you break it down to these are the qualities that they have to have these are the qualities that they should have these are qualities that i would like for them to have and these are bonuses that's how I have it broken down. So they have to have, they have to love, they have to be Christian, they have to love Jesus, they have to be active in the church, and they have to be a, a biological woman. Well, and be attractive. And that, that last one kind of varies between everybody, so this is just my personal guidelines. And this isn't all of them. Uh, but just to give you a brief idea, and then the qualities that they should have, knowing nutrition. Like, I know some nutrition stuff, but... I just want to be like, I like eating this, these foods, make it healthy. That still tastes good. <laughs> that's, that's something that would be really nice that they would have, uh, or they, or they should have. It's not a, a red flag or, uh, if they don't have it, but it's just should have. So the have to haves, the opposite of, if they don't have the have to haves, that means it's a red flag run in the relationship. It's over. If they do have those qualities, then those are all green flags. To put it in red flag, green flag terminology. The should-haves are things like, are they tidy? Do they clean up after themselves? Or do they clean? Do they make sure that their living space is clean? And then there's the, I would like to have. I would like her to have a, um, a desire to play games. Not just video games. I mean, video games would be fun. But I, I like board games. I like card games. Uh, I like puzzles, as long as it's not word puzzles. Like riddles and stuff, I don't like it. I don't like word puzzles. So here's how I kind of describe that. Word search, yes. Crossword, no. That, that's where I draw the line, <laughs> is with those. But I'm a huge fan of those kind of games because they help th make you think strategically and get you thinking differently. And it's also a catalyst for having fun, which, if you go back to a couple episodes ago, I brought this 
core belief of mine up, if you can't laugh through life, find something to laugh about. Games, for me and the company that I keep, while playing games, is a catalyst for finding something to laugh about. Things that I would like her to have. Desire to grow together. Actually, that, that would be a little bit higher up on the list. Would like to have would be, I want her, so the it, it would be nice if they have which I guess could be also the like to haves. But I think you understand what I'm saying. Like, I, I really want her to have an interest in playing some kind of game, whether that's board game, video game, card game, or, or another type of game. But I would like her to like more than those, or more than one. To, I want her to like a variety of those games, or like to play a variety of those games. That would be really cool. Because I want to instill my love of games and that camaraderie, like what, what game time in my family growing up meant to me, I want to instill that in my kids. It's very helpful that my partner or my future spouse would have that same desire so that you can instill it in the children to then continue to perpetuate that. The very last thing, so there's not four, there's actually five categories. There's red flags. Because the top one is green flags, everything else is, I guess, orange, yellow flags, and then you have red flags, or you have green flags, yellow, orange, red, I guess is how you, how you can think about it. Green flags, they have to have these, they're good. Orange flags, they're just like to have, uh, or bonus points, I guess, uh, and then red flags. Red flags for me, they don't believe in, which is the opposite of the green flags, but also a little bit more. Uh, so my green flags that I mentioned before, love Jesus, serve the church. I think it was like be motherly or something. Is the, But we're going to use those, those three as an example. So the opposite of that is not believe in Jesus, definitely not serving the church, and not being motherly. Being selfish is, is the opposite of that. Another red flag for me is if they already have kids. Life is already complicated enough. I've been through two divorces already. I do not need any additional external factors besides just me and my future spouse relationships are tough like they are absolutely tough so i want to give the success of my future relationship the best chance and in order to do that them having kids is a red flag for me also when you're making your list also describe physically and this is like have to haves, and I have some of that stuff, and have to haves, and some of that stuff, and would like or would be great to have, or that second category. Describe them physically. What do they look like physically? Here, here's a couple other red flags. Refuses to take responsibility for their actions, or a different belief system. The thing about coming up with the list is you got to just like the the song. I think it's Santa Claus is coming to town. He's got a list, checking it twice. Like you got to check this more than twice because. You'll realize as you meet people and see some of these qualities that you put down, you're like, I actually don't really like this quality, so I wish they didn't have that. Or you find like, oh, I really like that quality that this person, this friend, this this couple that I have as a friend, and they're displaying this key thing. They, I'm going to incorporate that into my list because I really like that. And you keep looking over it. You don't just like type it out or write it out one day and just leave it. No, you, you go back and keep it refreshed and really think and ponder about it and make sure that, especially when you're, when you're adjusting yourself on your uh, adjusting course for yourself, once you already have this list is that if you're like, Hey, I am going on course a in life, 
oh wait, some event happened and I'm actually going to redirect to course B. Okay, well when you start that redirection, go back, visit your list and like re-go through everything to make sure that this is still the kind of woman that you want in your life that's gonna be at that end goal of your life. And we're gonna get to how this works within a relationship later <laughs> in, in later episodes when we come to that. So stay tuned for those. After listening to this podcast or after we've gone through today, how has your view on dating relationships changed? Did it stay the same? Before, were you thinking only of how much money they made or how attractive they are? What are you thinking of adding or taking away? Let me know down in the comments or in a review. I, I would greatly appreciate that if, if you'd let me know. And now it's time for what I dreaded in school and then proceeded to not ever care about in school the homework homework come up with your own list of desirable traits and characteristics for a partner and write them down don't show <laughs> here, here's a pro tip do not show a romantic interest until they have fulfilled that list if at all now you can give tidbits away and stuff if they ask but don't give away your entire list especially if things are questionable uh for example if you don't know if they like playing games then just don't tell them that you're looking for someone to play games just you know, like hey what do you think about games and I, I when i say games i don't mean like the relationship game of like hey you want to go out with me no but in parentheses i really mean i really want you to work for it and show me that you're putting forth the effort to me that's kind of lame and completely unnecessary you don't need those kind of people in your life i don't need those people in <laughs> those kind of people in my life either and now that we're wrapping down for for today uh if, if this episode really helped you out or got your your thought process moving a little bit let me know down in the comments like share subscribe leave me a review uh th that would really be really great and help me out if someone specific came across your mind that that you think needs to hear this go ahead and share this with them thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast that's right before christmas i do appreciate it i don't think i could say that enough but it's just going to get tired of hearing me if I'm like a broken record that says, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Consequences of Communication, episode six, building relationships, preparing for dating. Uh, I know your, your time is very valuable and, and important. Join us for the next episode of Consequences of Communication, episode seven, building relationships, starting a dating relationship. That comes out January 2nd. 2024. This is the last podcast of the year, and the next podcast is the first episode of next year. <sighs> oh, the time flies. It's only like yesterday when I started this, which was like end of October, beginning of, uh, middle of October. And I want you to enjoy the holidays, what, whichever one you celebrate. Merry Christmas, and have a happy new year. Take care, be safe, and I'll see you next year.